Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Coach Insider podcast. My name is Swizz, here to just review my last ranking for uh, Super Coach for the Year and talk about AFLW Fantasy. Uh, as always, thank you again for all the support out there. Thank you to our sponsors, Splash Vodka, Earn You, and Manscaped. And uh, we, as I always say, appreciate all the feedback, especially on Twitter. Supercoach Insider 100 for all the boys, or Swizz26. Um, ended up finishing with a 24-32 in Supercoach, which put me down 15 spots, uh, down to 305 overall. So that'll be my final ranking, 305. Um, unfortunately, lost my last grand finals, and so I didn't win one this year. Finished third in the uh, our A-League team. Uh, one which I think finished fifth overall. So you know, congratulations to all the winners and uh, hopefully uh, some of the advice we've given helped you get over the line in those grand finals. Uh, well done to a couple of our guests throughout the year. Uh, firstly to JP who ended up taking out the winning, uh, was the winner of the Supercoach this season, 50k and the trophy to him. And I know he's been um, showing that off on uh, his Twitter account. So congratulations, fantastic effort, mate. And also to Abdul, who I think ended up finishing either f- might have been fourth, might have slipped to fifth in the end. So um, terrific effort. Uh, you know, it was hard running out of trades there, and he was holding Hewitt for those last four weeks. Um, but he was very aggressive and really liked the way he uh, went about it. So, you know, congratulations. Uh, yeah, it was fourth overall in the end. So now well done there, Abdul. Um, now we move on, and it's uh, to talk a bit about AFLW Fantasy. Uh, so, not run by the traditional platform. So, well done to uh, uh, Marori's Magic for getting this up for another year. Um, a bit different because obviously we've already had one AFLW season this year, and now with the uh, new season starting uh, this week in September, and we've got the well, actually in August and. We've also got the um, all the expansion teams joining, so we've now got 18 teams in the AFLW. So Essendon and Hawthorne, uh, Port Adelaide and Sydney, their long wait um, is going to be over this weekend, and we get into some more footy. And they've got some clear air, well obviously we've got the bye weekend before we hit the AFL men's season um, finals, so yeah, the AFLW ladies will be out there this week, um, and yeah, definitely uh, be worth watching to see how they go. A little bit different with the AFL Fantasy, and before we get into that, I'll just repeat. So that's aflwfantasy.com.au. Yeah, AFLW um, yeah, so you can log on there and have a look. Unlike the traditional Supercoach that we um, prefer at Supercoach Insider, it is based on sort of the fantasy scores. They've uh, made a few changes for those who played last year. Uh, I think there's about $3,000 in prize money this season, which is great because I think they've uh, currently got less than 2,000 people signed up. So unlike the 180,000 uh, that play Supercoach, playing for 50k, yeah, there's definitely a better opportunity to win this. And I know one of their sponsors has thrown in $500 for the first week overall. So even if you uh, get involved for the first week and take that out and then hopefully you can you know, see enough that uh, and start to pick up some of these names and players and then uh, yeah, you might have to all stick around and um, yeah, you know, keep keep interested in it. So now it's great that we at least have some content. It helps us start to uh, concentrate on all the different players in the league, like we do for Supercoach. So yeah, now I'm looking forward to sort of getting into it. And it's only a, what have we got nine, ten week, uh, ten rounds. I think it is this season. So um, you know, obviously not as long as the uh, men's play. 
Um, so a few couple of differences, obviously, the, the fantasy points, um, unlike the Supercoach, so you don't have any of that scaling and that. It's all on there, you know, kicks, handballs, tackles. They do have a utility in it, which makes things a bit interesting. Um, it gives you the kind of the option to, uh, you know, make some more of that cash gen and does give you some backup. Um, so like the old AFL Fantasy, it does lock out on the first game. Um, which some people like, some people don't. But with the utility, you only have the one emergency in each line, so the utility is a backup for each line. Um, there's no sort of this loopholing situation. So unlike Supercoach, where we've got all the rookies and you're, and you're kind of loopholing a non-player lo- uh, rookie, it's not really best in this competition. You kind of want that utility as a playing rookie to sort of be there in case one of these players to get named. And one of the biggest issues with AFLW, the teams don't actually come out to 24 hours before the game. So sometimes we don't actually know exactly who is playing. And yeah, you can end up with some donuts there. So you want to try to go players who you think are going to be playing. Now that would seem like a mid-price strategy, but uh, with uh, AFLW, the prices go up quite quick for the rookies. Um, Pardon me, they roll on a uh, three-game average. Um, so you'll find a lot of the rookie prices do jump up pretty quick. And then that's the same with the top-end premiums. They can drop, but the top-end premiums are the ones that score all the points. It's very uh, lopsided with the scorers there. And uh, you kind of even see from last season, uh, we had uh, in fantasy, uh, Kira Bowles was clearly the uh, number one averaging player, 108.5. The two uh, Adelaide girls in Hatchet and Marinoff were the other two that averaged over 100. And then you go down to the sort of Riddle Miller, and they're the only two in the 90s. And then again, we drop off, and what we got there were about uh, seven or eight in the 80s. So, yeah, your highest scorers are definitely the ones that you want to target. Um, So I think the guns and rookie strategy is much better better in this than the normal um i guess the mid prices but in saying that if you think there's going to be a couple mid prices that can jump up uh, definitely worth walking at uh, so the season kicks off tomorrow night at icon we've got carlton first Collingwood with the traditional rivals and you know backing up from that one point classic on the men's game so hopefully the ladies deliver something similar uh, and that's off at Icon Park. We've got then Adelaide, Melbourne on the Friday night. Uh, North Melbourne, Gold Coast down in Tassie. West Coast playing their first... Uh, so, yeah, West Coast, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide playing their first game at Mineral Resources Park. Sydney, St Kilda at North Sydney. Um, and that is Sydney's first game. Essendon and Hawthorne both making their debut. That game was going to be at uh, Port Melbourne, but now is at Marvel. And I think I'm going to be getting around to that game too. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Bulldogs versus uh, the Giants at Icon, and then we've got uh, Brisbane Frio at the Gabba, and Richmond and Geelong going to go down play at Geelong the GMBHA Stadium. Uh, so yeah, that's the round one fixture. Uh, so far, we've only got the teams for the first uh, game coming up. Uh, probably the big ones there. Um, they've got a couple, couple big injuries there down at Kynwood. Obviously, Brianna Davies not playing. Um, there's Shilek. Oh, I'm going to really butcher some of these names, but she's been shuffling with a concussion, a really good defender for the Pies, and she has been named. So um, I think she just comes out of product, concussion protocols just in time for the game. Um, but just getting kind of back onto these uh, other changes, 
Um, last year they didn't actually have the basement price that we have in Supercoach, so I think in Supercoach we can't go under 102k. Yeah, that they had that situation last year, but they've kind of stopped that. So it's the uh, 17 point average, or that equates to 28,700 as their basement price. Uh, three trades each week, losing or using. 21 player squad, 16 on field, and then the one emergency for each spot plus the utility. Uh, yeah, the fixed lockouts as we talked about. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty well where it is. So again, you're kind of wanting some rookies there. Um, just going through my team quickly, just to kind of maybe help people who haven't played before and kind of some of the players you might be looking at. So um, sort of hopefully get some more news tomorrow as teams are coming um, being released, but we'll go off of kind of what I've got as my starting squad at the moment. Uh, so Emma Kearney in the defence plays a lot of midfield time for North Melbourne. So uh, I, I just think she's kind of a, a lock in there. Um, well, what more can I say? Yeah, price at one sixteen. So yeah, she's going to um, she's going to definitely see a lot of ball. I don't know if I can get her stats right up here, but um, yeah, she's a you know, key part of that North Melbourne midfield. Um, Mackenzie Edling, she's a uh, a new recruit there key position which kind of don't like but i think she can take some hopefully take some intercept marks there looked pretty good in the practice match um i've got alex ballard as a cheaper uh, player there with bright kennedy that's the thing um and molly eastman these new clubs these expansion clubs are going to be playing a lot of rookies obviously the depth isn't as strong as for example the afl and yeah you're bringing in uh, four new teams there's obviously going to be a lot new more new players there so i'm kind of as i said targeting that kind of gun of rookie i'm going all defense pretty well a lot of rookies in there with just the one premium and hopefully uh yeah if they can see a bit of ball down defense and these uh ladies will get a bit of a price rise um into the oh actually in a sort of just going through a bit of the defense at the moment i know uh yeah foley at 50k is a popular choice um a lot of these other um players that i've got are some of the more popular choices at the moment i know goodwin also at port adelaide at forty three thousand is a popular choice um, but i'm trying to go that 28 just because if they do play that price rise is going to be a lot larger no different to sort of your one 102 or 117 player in super coach um, throughout the season you know obviously you can get a bigger spike from them if they play uh, for the rucks uh, basement rucks are the kind of go in um AFLW fantasy the rucks aren't a huge scorer like we do with like get with gorns and your grundies and wits and stuff um so yeah there's probably four that people should be looking at and you have one on field one on bench um you know there, there might be a couple mid prices there but i just think it's an easy way to save money uh so you got wells from hawthorne davies from gws uh the other wells from Essendon and mcgrath from port adelaide so at the moment i have uh Lucy Wells on field, and I've got McGrath from Port Adelaide on the bench. Um, and then the midfield, and this is kind of where, in a perfect world, I'd love to load up and load up more, but um, it's some of these prices for some of these uh, players, and I can get up the pro, uh, player stats here. Uh, you'll see how that uh, formulates. And, of course, my AFL fantasy doesn't want to play ball right now. There it is. Um, so you can see there, Kira Bowles, is 194,000, you know, Marinoth 176, you got Riddle, um, Hatchet, who's the one I'm going with at 173, 
and then it drops down to Bates and Miller. Miller's the Fremantle captain, 151. It's not bad value. And I think Sarah Oli had Emily Bates rated as a number one player in the league. Maybe Miller might have been number two. So both of them might be cheaper play prices. And if I can sort of do a restructure, I might try to go Bates and Miller. But I think now with Aaron Phillips not there at Adelaide, Hatchet and Mar- Marinoff, um, especially um, I'm kind of looking at midfielders who would like to tackle too. Marinoff's probably more of a tackling machine than Hatchet, but uh, hopefully I think Hatchet might have a little bit more room to grow there uh, just because of the weather. Usually I think the ladies play where well, they've been playing January, February. It's a lot hotter, don't get as many stoppages. Um, we're now we're in the wet weather, so hopefully that's going to change a few things. Kira Bowes is a um, tackling machine, absolute star of a player, especially for fantasy. Um, and might, if I can find the extra cash, would love to get up to her. She has missed a few games over the last couple of years, but she missed the practice match because of COVID. So I'm expecting, hopefully, that that now that she's done that and others still may have to miss, um, she might be a better option, especially as a great captain option. But, uh, yeah, it's sort of like, okay, where do you sort of save money because you can't get everybody in that you want. Alright, moving back onto my team here. We've got, uh, as I said, that midfield. We've got Hatchet as the number one choice. It is a little bit slow loading this up. Um, Tilly Lucas-Rod has moved on from St Kilda. Another bit of a tackling machine there. So I've got her sitting uh, as my M2 at the moment. Um, I guess it comes a bit of a choice of who else can I... um, you know, get her up to, and that's where I was kind of looking at, uh, sort of Miller. Uh, Georgie uh, Patrikos, she is the lady who missed last year because didn't have the COVID vaccine, so she's coming back in. She's got the discount. I think it's 30% they've given her, so 106. I think she's an absolute lock as your M3. Um, Montana Ham is the number one pick from this year's draft. 50K, Swans, new team, they're going to have her in the guts. So I think that's a bit of a no-brainer, and I think she's the most owned player in AFLW Fantasy this year. She's about 50% owned, so we'll back her in. And Jasmine Fleming is also one of the um, new draftees uh, this year. I think she may have even been picked two for the Hawks, so the Hawks pick number one pick, so we'll back her in at 48,000. Up forward, we've got... Uh, Tyler Hanks, who she plays as a midfielder, but just played enough forward last year, obviously, to get that forward status. So, um, yeah, a kind of bit like when we were in Supercoach, um, some of those forward rookie options I kind of don't like as much. So I've tried to, where possible, go a little bit more money in the um, in the forward line just to sort of shore that area up. Erin uh, Phillips, um, you know, it's fantastic for her to play for her dad's club. Um, you know, massive signing, massive transfer to go from Adelaide to Port Adelaide, obviously. doesn't matter what sort of um, footy connection you want to talk there. there. There's obviously a massive rivalry between the two clubs, and it'll be interesting to see how that transfers over the AFLW, but I think it will, especially with Erin moving over. Um, even at 37 years old, I think she's going to be awesome in that midfield. You know, hasn't needed to play that much midfield for Adelaide with Hatchet um, and Marinoff there, so... Yeah, I think at 128, you can't go wrong. Um, I've gone Chloe Malloy. She's probably my um, one real mid-pricer in there. Um, I'm backing her to get a lot of midfield time just because of Collingwood's injuries at the moment. So 
Um, yeah, she's sitting there at the moment. I know she's been made, named in the midfield for tomorrow night's game. Ella Roberts, maybe the best girl in the country, um, just because of the way the AFLW draft works, she should have been, uh, could have been one or two if it was an open draft. But I think she, uh, because she nominated to go to WA, and West Coast's first pick was pick 14 off the top of my head. So she went there. So massive discount for a girl of her talent. And then Amy Willen, again, I'm back in Sydney to play a lot of rookies because of how they're um, you know, a new team and they've kind of got no uh, option there. Uh, then on the bench, uh, we've got uh, uh, Philip Seth, uh, mature age. Uh, so if she gets a game, I think she's uh, on a yeah, mature age who's back from injury. Um, yeah, so if she's named round one and hopefully she gets uh, some midfield time, that'll uh, be good for us. Um, Alana Barber for the, the Bombers is my bench midfielder. Uh, McGrath, as I talked about, the Ruck. Uh, Lauren, uh, now Sizzigal, and um, please correct me on some of these names because I'm absolutely shocking, as we've seen through the uh, Supercoach season. But she's in the leadership group for Sydney. So, you know, 28,000, you're going to think if one of your leaders is going to play. So I'm backing her in. And Ella Heads, I believe, was taking kickouts in the practice match. So has a utility. Um, yeah, she can sit there nicely and hopefully generate some cash and be some cover. Um, as I said, things could change when I hear some um, teams be named tomorrow. But... That kind of gives you a bit of an idea of players you're looking at. Um, on the AFLW website in the teams, there it does have uh, your sort of uh, your percentages and your, your team percentages as we do in normal Supercoach. So if we get that up quickly, hopefully that uh, will give some people maybe a bit of a starting position of what you should be looking at. Again, you've got all the break-evens and um, stuff that we normally have. So if we go into own... There and it should come up there in a moment for you. There we go. So it's actually 59 percent uh, now for uh, Montana Ham. There's Ella Roberts. So they're two of the most in, um, owned players. Ebony Marinoff. So that's probably um, where the debate's going to become between her and um, Hatchet. And then as we talked about, you know, um, Patrickos, um, Shalecki. As I said, I'm going to absolutely butcher some of these names, but. Yeah, so some of those popular choices there, that's probably a good starting choice, and you can sort of go through there and um, I think use that as a bit of a guide, especially if you're doing guns and rookies. It does make life a lot easier there for you. So as we um, go across there, and, and no surprise, with these highly owned people, you know, with players, we've got Sydney, um, Port Adelaide, are going to be very popular just because they're new teams. Uh, Hawthorne and Essen are there, so... Yeah, it's a it's a kind of good time to get onto some of these basement prices. It does help. Um, should mention um, that you know you also got that information of the you know previous AFLW drafts uh, row bottom. And you know she came in and just absolutely dominated for the Suns last year. And unlike sort of maybe the men's game where it takes some of these players a bit of time to develop and come in. Uh, just because of the sort of depths um, and some of these uh, new girls who have come through the system and they've been in the junior system, you know, five to ten years, yeah, they're sort of ready, more ready-made to come and make an impact straight away. So that's where Ham and Roberts, we expect to make sort of more of an impact. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen that way, but definitely, uh, yeah, a good option. And then naturally, it's just, you know, you have your vice-captain, captain. Don't worry about the, the loophole. You're kind of just picking that straight captain. 
you're looking at one of those big four or five midfielders as your captain and then just having the backup in case something goes wrong where they um, they pull out. So I think it's kind of that structure where you're looking at one or two big names in that midfield and then from there um, you might want one or two big names in the forward line defense and then you're trying to cover some of those rookie players. Um, but yeah, maybe go a bit left field, maybe go throw the old Abdul. I think Abdul's going to get involved in that and um, you know, he probably will come up with something really left field and he might take out the $500 first round. So like everything, then, you know, it's a bit of trial and error and because they don't have as many people playing, you know, maybe if a few risk and reward um, situation that you could put yourself in position over the 10 weeks to win that uh, that nice little prize pool. So yeah, see how you go. Give us a shout out and that and we'll see uh, kind of what happens as, well, as the weeks go on. But yeah, once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Bye.